All right, Tyler, here we go. Comeback show. Are you ready for this? Uh, Malik, hold on. Can you can you come here real quick? Uh, sure. What's going on? Listen, man, we're about to go live in front of a bunch of people right now, and we're gonna have to play this off like we're like like we've been doing some cool shit for the past couple months. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, I get it. All right, all right, cool. So just uh, just follow my follow my lead on this one. All right. So I called up my ex-wife, and another guy answered, and. <laughs> Fuck, what number are we? 75. <laughs> 75th edition of... <laughs> it's a podcast. We missed you. You missed us. How we feeling, people? Shit, you can't respond to us. Isn't that right? <laughs> As always, I am Tyler Ford. I'm Malik Frierson, also with an F. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. We're trying to work out some new kinks here. We've been going for about seven months, so you got to give us some slack here. Kinks? I'm sorry. Working out the kinks. You know what I'm saying? It's funny you say that, like, working out the kinks. I, oh, I wanted to ask you, what is the biggest item in your room currently that you think you can shove up your ass all the way? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me think. Biggest item that I could shove up my ass. Um,. I got a, I got an old ass, you know, one of those vintage bottles of Coke. Oh no! Maybe if I oh. give it enough force, you know, enough lube, something like that, you know. My probably get my it up first there a thought bit. is immediately like that jagged like bottle, like the jagged like cap on it. Like, do you have the cap on it? Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, that's gonna the hurt. worst bit for me. <laughs> that's gonna hurt. Oh my god, a, a family friendly, classy affair we are here for. Of course, at Hot's a podcast. We we all know everybody missed us. Like, come on. We know. We know you did. We read the reviews. We, we read saw, all. Of, we, we read all the comments, them. all the DMs that you sent us. Not all a single the TikTok one. stitches. <laughs> <laughs> The delivery on that was so fucking good. We're like actually funny for real. Like, why hasn't anyone like hired us for shit yet? Um, probably because we have a terrible time promoting ourselves. That's really true. That's we. I keep forgetting <laughs> to help you. I don't because I don't want people to know uh, that like I have a podcast. Like, it's bad enough that like I'm like a guy, and I'm gonna add in the fact that I'm like I'm black, but also like oh he has a podcast. <laughs> all right, like I like all right. I guess being black and having a podcast, Malik. How should I put this in terms that you will understand? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, it's it's, it's gonna. Be, what, what's been happening with you, man? What's happened in the world of Ford? So, I mean, mainly just work and such. But like, you know, obviously there was a uh, there was a writer strike and a SAG strike. That was like the last thing that we talked about before That's we took right. Yeah, no, the 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 strike happened, and we were like, we can't like, I don't, what what are we gonna do? I, I think we like had like pitched that we could like talk about other things, but like we're all we're both like big nerds and shit. And like yeah. we're, we're into like a lot of our shit we're into, like talking about is pop culture and yeah. shit. No, that's <laughs> so, a, and, like, that's a we, big flaw in the podcast. Well, not a flaw, yeah, but like it's a big yeah. topic of discussion on our podcast is just yeah. nerd and pop culture shit. 
Yeah, so like it was like, oh, like we want to stand in solidarity with the strikes and like help me make sure these people get their fair shake. But like, you know, maybe we'll just like go on fucking maybe maybe we'll just go on hiatus too. You know, like maybe, yeah. th- th- I like to think we were the last dam and we were the last brick in the dam. Once we went, that was it. The corporations couldn't take it anymore. Like, they were <laughs> they were like, 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 look, we got to cut a deal with these guys right fucking, away. We can't fucking, lose Tyler fucking, and Malik. <laughs> fucking Bezos and all the other CEOs were like, fuck, I love fucking um, uh, I fuck love oh, no, that's a podcast i'm not getting any more fucking like episodes there were like because- there, was, there was news going around the fucking boardroom with all the with all the big higher ups that were just like dude you know tyler is apparently moving on to japanese movies oh fuck He's like, I want to fucking hear his commentary on that shit, we man. Can't, we can't, we can't have him. We can't have him watching these Godzilla movies and not have him talk about it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we have that like one. Cause I remember we like looked at like our stats, like who was listening to us where, and we had that like that like one listener in Russia. <laughs> that, like, actually, um, that actually went up to like four. We have four people in Russia. Oh my god! Hello. Yeah, I don't know like, how many are now because our new uh, our new publishing website Podbean. Um, they don't give like detail. I mean, they give detailed specifics, but like I can't just like click on the country and it'd be like, hey, these many people listen to you, <laughs> like like uh, the old one Castos did. Mm. Yeah, I, I I need to take a look at those stats too. I'm curious like who's been looked at. I could tell like some of the, I can tell who like if who was our friends like the one person in Nebraska. Oh, I wonder who the fuck that is. Gee, <laughs> like, I wonder. Yeah, the corn yeah, man no, himself. We were just talking um about like uh because like we were because like oh yeah, two friends of ours are getting married and I was just in like a chat with them like talking about say, like you, you know say, you could say who it is. They've been on the podcast. Kind of, talking about like their marriage like oh, public like that that's i don't fair. know but like yeah they have been on the podcast true but like yeah no like we're going like we were talking about it, and like yeah no like we're going to like a wedding we're gonna be like t- and it's like oh shit like we're both gonna be there and shit next year and it's like oh shit yeah. an adult wedding i was supposed to have an adult wedding with our friend clancy a former guest but like <laughs> i couldn't make it because of like i was dealing with like a lot of the time financially yeah. and stuff like that so like i couldn't make the wedding but i remember our idea for like a gift for him because on his like his like wedding <laughs> gift or like the registry thing he had the pizza oven and like the square like thing you the use to get paddle. the pizza out the oven yeah the pizza paddle and i thought like what if i just bought him the pizza paddle that is just still, that like, i still think about that to this day and i laugh it's off every time it's just the pizza paddle like what like what do you like what do you do with that because he, he and he couldn't get rid of it too because it's a gift so like what do you do with just the pizza paddle like, <laughs> dude there'll be days where i'm sitting in my work van and it just pops in my head and i just start busting out laughing like just thinking of, about that shit one of my favorite like um one of my favorite uh moments with you was when like we were playing um super smash brothers and i had chosen to play as wario and you go whoa whoa you want to play as an r word i'm like whoa what did wario do what did wario do, do that i don't know about 
I don't know, man. If if if, if like <laughs> if if any of the Nintendo characters were like arrested for like that, like and like or like you know is like being is, or like was he be canceled and you see them in jail, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it was Wario. It seems like the logical choice, right? Yeah. Waluigi also I I'm sorry Adam I know he's your boy well I if if Waluigi bought me a drink I'm not drinking that drink we've been <laughs> gone we've been gone for seven months and you're already trying to become the mortal enemy again <laughs> I'm not trying to become the mortal I mean, I'm trying to say well, like what I think is this, what I think is this factual it, okay Tyler if you are in a bar and someone who looks like Waluigi just gives you a drink you're gonna drink it no <laughs> exactly no. exactly <laughs> that's exactly what I fucking thought 100% like ain't no way bro. yeah if, 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 like who if, I'm trying to like who who would I trust to drink from like um, like Take a drink from Mario. I learned one of our friends has a crush, had a crush on Luigi, and was like one of like their Whoa, first really? crushes. Yeah, and I'm like, really, Luigi? <laughs> I mean, like, I as like everyone says, like he has male wife energy. I'm like, I, I, I guess, man, but I, I couldn't. Mm-mm. There's a uh, there's a great bit in like Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door that they keep going or that they keep doing when you're playing through the game. Obviously, you're going through all these different chapters and going through all the different adventures and stuff like that, and. uh while you're doing that, you can go back to the main town of Rogueport and go into a uh, towards like the inn and there's a bar there and Luigi will be there and there's always somebody behind him like a like one, some of his partners. Right. And then he goes, oh, bro, you know, while you were gone, I also went off on my own adventure and he starts telling <laughs> you this long story about what he's been doing. And then when you go talk to the partner, they're just like, don't listen to this guy. He's a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, wait, you super mario rpg coming back to switch like we get we, oh we, dude it's we, already we want, yeah no like well it came back i meant to talk like that happened when we were on hiatus like yeah. how are you feeling about that dude i'm pretty stoked i haven't had a chance to play it yet but i do want to sit down and play it because like i've never played super mario rpg so that's always been a big one for me um that i've always wanted to play but mm. super nintendos are so fucking expensive right now man i mean yeah. pretty much everything's expensive but like you used to be able to get like I remember when I first bought my um my NES. I bought that shit for like $110 and it came with like a stack of 11 games, a power pad, two zappers and like two controllers and the console and everything. And I'm like, that's a really good deal. I bought that back mm. in high school. But now like you go to like any classic game store and stuff like that, they're selling like super, just the Super Nintendo by itself for like $150. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Give me some I, games. I'm, I'm, I, I want to run into the wall every time I think about the fact that I had the Donkey Kong, uh, Jungle Green N64. That was one of my, that was my first ever console that it was bought for me, and I owned. Oh, I had dude, it. That shit played it all the like time. So valuable right now. Yeah, that's yeah, like gold it's right somewhere. There. It's somewhere. It it like it was in the move, and like we had a lot of stuff moved to different places. It is somewhere in some one of my relatives' house. I don't know who, but like I know that I have a Donkey Kong N sixty four Jungle Green console somewhere, and I do not know where it is. It's just, I know it's worth a lot of money, and it's so upsetting to me that I don't know where that is. Yeah, like it, I like I genuinely want to cry thinking about it. Like I, it's, and I don't want to do that for our comeback episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if you found that though i don't think you would sell it this is like too many memories attached to it you know what i mean fuck you like oh, you would sell it i i think i would i think i would because like i don't think i would play it enough to like if i can if it like generally be like how much do you usually see it going for what's that how much do you usually see it going for price wise 
Um, well, the jungle green one can go up to, I think I've seen a couple of them listed for like a couple hundred, like maybe like 300 range. Maybe then. Cause that's Especially like, if it has that fucking expansion pack in it. The, the one that you replaced the original pack for. And then it has like the, it was like, it was a black expansion pack that you pop in that you, that you would play certain games with. Like you needed it to play Donkey Kong 64. Um, I must so have I had imagine it the console I, came with it. <laughs> yeah, I must have had it because I played Donkey Kong 64 like fucking crazy. Like I played it, I played that game all the fucking time. That's why I was so happy when I bought my N64 because I found it at a shop for 75 bucks, and I was like, I you know I bought the whole fucking thing, and then um I you know I was with Tim. We went to a shop called Young Ones up in Kutztown, mm-hmm. and you know we get back into his car. And I'm like, here's the moment of truth. This is to see if my money was actually worth it. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, inside of this like slot right here, there could be an expansion pack, which it would like, it would not sell for $75 with the expansion pack. So I opened it up and it had it in there and I was like, yes. <laughs> oh my God. I still think about that. How'd that go? Da, do, 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 do. Oh, we're going to get sued by Nintendo. Wait a minute. Aren't we? Can we do that? Dude, not oh. a day goes by where I don't fucking just pull like Donkey Kong 64 lines, mainly just from Donkey Kong, just going like, okay. And, okay. Like, when he climbs a tree and he's just like, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, fucking, uh, I remember like being so confused by the, the like, see, because I love Donkey Kong 64 was like my first ever Nintendo game. Like, I got into Donkey Kong before I got into Mario, and that's why Donkey Kong is like my favorite Nintendo character. And I was like, I remember being so confused when, like, um, seeing the DK crew like lanky chunky and Trixie Kong is that Trixie no it's tiny Kong I'm sorry and uh and then like not seeing them in anything else I was so confused I'm like where is the rest of the crew <laughs> I think lanky Kong appears in like one of the bongo things or like one of the musical ones but like, yeah. I remember like being so confused not seeing like lanky Kong or like lanky chunky and tiny anywhere else in the fucking game actually I think lanky may have been in the soccer game maybe I'm not entirely sure I know the um um, King K rules like little minions were in there and were like goalies and shit but like I don't know if Lanky was in there yeah I think Lanky was honestly like the most popular one which is a shame because Chunky Kong was my favorite because um, he's just you if I know you were he fucking, was just if, me he was just you if you were Donkey Kong character that's why I like him <laughs> you know I always, yeah, I always thought he was Funny, haha, goofy monkey, man. See, I like, <laughs> yeah. I like, I like Diddy in that game because Diddy had a fucking jetpack and pulled out two fucking guns and went like, "Fucking try me, motherfucker." He did, <laughs> but the fucking the only problem with it was that like, you know, trying to aim in that game was really hard. <laughs> um, it still mm-hmm. is. Like, I have it. Uh, I could easily pull out the N sixty four at any time and fucking play it. It's still hard to aim on that thing. I think. Donk, I learned two. I learned two emotions playing Donkey Kong 64. I played. I learned anger and fear. Yep. Um, because anger, for when you would feed the hippo the bananas and it would like just barely not hit the ground. Yep. Like literally a centimeter. <laughs> I was like, I was like, God damn it! I remember like punching the floor. Like no, it should have been enough. And like having to scour for more bananas and seeing like the one banana in like the place you can't reach or some shit. And then fear because when you beat the armadillo um <laughs> that was like the, the first boss like, wasn't it yeah but you no know, it's like what happens to the armadillo um as well because like i king k rules one of my first ever like big bad villains in like a video game that i experienced mm-hmm. so like i see king k rule it's a king k rule or king cruel like it or is it meant to be like k uh, rule I think right people call king k rule okay like he like 
Because the, the armadillo's like, oh no, his barrels hurt me, sir. Please, I'm sorry. Then King K. Rule just goes, and then like flashes his like big eye, and the armadillo drops dead. And I'm <laughs> like, Ayo. <laughs> Kid Malik just saw this alligator crocodile king man look at an armadillo, and then it instantly died. And and that was like a boss that had me like stressed. So like I I was I I was afraid of King K Rule man. That was that that was like my like at the time like that was my handsome Jack. That was my like nemesis. That was my tyrant. I'm like oh no this is this is bad. Yeah I um that game used to get me so angry because like I as a kid yeah you, know, you know you you think about me right now and you know everybody always says like you know I don't ever want to see Tyler like actually angry and stuff mm. like that like all the time because I don't get angry these days but like um back when I was a kid I used to rage at games so bad mm, like Jim. um I w- I was awful with it and one of the worst ones was the uh, the jack in the box boss in that mm. game i hated that thing i could never beat it to this day i mean i haven't gone back and tried to beat it now as an adult but like if i if i do i think i could but i don't know back when i was a kid man i could never do it and it used to piss me off so I, much i imagine our parents would be like why are we spending this money on this thing you claim to like and have fun with yeah. as we watch you scream and dude, my mom things. legitimately used to tell me all the time she's like dude take deep breaths i mean she wouldn't say dude but she'd be like tyler you need to take deep breaths <laughs> your, mom's like, going, your mom just goes dude you gotta get the god you, you gotta, gotta fucking get, chill man dude you gotta chill the fuck out dude like i can't deal with this nah it yeah, it was. I'm trying to think. I can't remember like all the bosses that I think there was like. Wasn't there like a giant? There was a flying one that pissed me off. But yeah, now like Donkey Kong 64, man, that was a that that I I I will always have fond memories of that. I, the game I that was, was fucking was, awesome. Yeah, rare nah. rare at its in its time, you know, was just like peak. You know, it was like Rare had a bunch of great games that came out at the time. You know, you had Donkey Kong 64. I mean, even before that, on the Super Nintendo, there was like Donkey Kong Country and stuff like that. But on the N64 in general, you know, you had Donkey Kong 64, Banjo-Kazooie, um, you know, Goldeneye. Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, this is making me want to play Smash Bros. now. I just boot up my fucking uh, <laughs> Switch and shit. Um, like, then, yeah, no, there I, was, there was uh, my personal favorite, uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh, that God. game was the shit. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, my favorite games I played on my, N- on my N64 was... Um, there was Donkey Kong 64, but I also played. I had the Rugrats game. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but I played the Rugrats game a oh, lot. Oh, dude, and I always wanted the Rugrats game as a kid. I used to go over to a friend's house and play it. Yeah, I had that one, and then I had um, No Mercy. I, I it was a I had a WCW No Mercy. Yes, and like I was playing this around. Like I was a kid, so like I had my N64, but I didn't get No Mercy until like later in my life. So like I think ruthless aggression was happening at yeah. the time. I got No Mercy, so I was like very confused. I'm like, what's WC? Because I'm I was very young, so I was like, what's WCW? And why are these wrestlers that I am kind of familiar with there? But like, there's the other guy. Like I see Hulk Hogan's hair, but like, why is he in like Hollywood gear? It was it was very cool. <laughs> I used to have a I used to have a weird game. So I had a couple. Of- I had a couple games. My mom used to love when I used to play Gex. Um, I don't know if you've ever played Gex, Mm-mm. but it's about like this spy lizard. Um, and like that, I don't know the whole point of the game because I like I kind of just fucked around in that game a lot. But like 
he had all these like quips that he used to say, like, you know, if you go, if you go close to the edge, you know, and this was kind of like new for the time, but if you got close to the edge, he would stick his tongue out and hit the, uh, hit the edge and climb himself up. And he would say shit like, hold my tongue, darling. and stuff like that. My mom loved <laughs> the, the, the one liners in that game. Um, I think he had a line about boy George at one point, and I can't remember <laughs> what it was, but he just had so many one-liners. And then I had this uh, this other game called uh, Charlie Blast Territory. <laughs> it's like it was a weird game. I'm looking at the picture right now, and it was just like this construction worker with a bunch of like a box of dynamite. I don't remember how the game played, but I used to play a lot of Pokemon Stadium back in the day too. Mm, I remember uh, having the 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 Pikachu game with like the mic. Um, oh, the one like, that hey, never hey, worked. <laughs> yeah, hey you Pikachu. Um, yeah, that that game, and like it, it, yeah, no, we had it, and we're like, why the fuck isn't Pikachu listening? <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, I don't it's think it a, ever worked for anybody. That's insane to think about, like that technology, like now, like and how, like how, like pretty much, like. How how like that was like the biggest thing like having a mic and speaking into the game like that yeah. was insane and now looking at us now like this fucking like scissor lift mic I'm like damn that would be so easy nowadays I Shout think about like all the kids playing Nintendo DS shouting at the mic to so their dog would fucking listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Mass Effect three dude that was more my brain went to remember when the Connect had like let's do vocal fucking corporations in the games and like so Mass Effect three said oh yeah we'll have you like give commands mans to your squad which was kind of cool but then it's like okay and also like you can like um uh you can fucking like uh have like your squad you can like speak the dialogue you see in the dialogue trees oh. so it's another level of immersion so it's Dude, like Ooh, you're talking they did that yeah no it was, it was a cool thing for mass effect i remember really enjoying doing that because i was like oh cool i'm like I, i'm fucking shepherd dude i'm fucking in the game i, be, I was shepherd, like bro I, like it was like one of the dialogues like you let them die I, I that was i thought i was an acting fucking student i thought i was fucking a thespian i thought i was <laughs> acting at that point because i because one of the dialogue options was like you let them die and i was like okay i gotta get this you let them die <laughs> like and, like i would get so into speaking that language like i'm like speaking like the dialogue i'm like nah bro this is this is my audition. <laughs> One of the most fucked up and like funny ass fucking pranks. I I think to this day is still uh Rockstar with GTA Online because what they did was they when you go to like a strip club and stuff like that, it encourages you to fucking um, yeah. to talk to the strippers. And when you it's, do that, the entire game lobby hears what you're saying to the yeah, strippers. Yeah, this was a thing. This was a vinyl thing where like this dude was uh this dude was like on his like mic going, damn girl, that ass is yeah. fat. Damn girl, looking like Beyonce <laughs> up in this piece. Damn girl. <laughs> See, I would go in there and just say like, so I, I used to do that, but I would say like, I was shit posing clearly. Like, what was the one thing I said? I would say I'm a, like, my mother hasn't held me in eight years. <laughs> I would like do shit like that and, the, and just like listen to the lobby react to that shit. There's other ones because there was the strip club and also if you sing in the shower like if you speak into your mic while your character is showering that also like raised up your like uh your meter yeah yeah i yeah singing in the shower i was gonna bring that up um that was just it's just so funny to me that they were just like yeah you know we'll make it so that the entire game lobby can hear what you're fucking doing <laughs> you know <clears throat> um 
shout out to our Red Dead Redemption Online. They killed you before you had like you could have been so much more. Oh, dude, I know that was so you much could. fun. We used to just sit there and fight each other. It was just fist fighting. Each oh other, yeah, no, it was each other tying. I'll never, tying I'll never forget up. one of our friends. Um, fucking punt, like uh, who who is white? It's important. Uh, and doesn't care if he gets canceled. Uh, like hog tied me. And then like put me next to the fire, then screenshot it and put and put it on Twitter. And he posted the and he posted the caption, equal rights, equal fights. And I'm oh like, my Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, damn. That reminds me, you ever seen that like podcast clip and the dude's going like, Yeah, no, I've never been called like the N-word by like another race. And the other dude and the white dude in the chair goes, Oh, you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> you ready? Because <laughs> are you ready? It's the way he said the dude's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Someone didn't edit that with like Miles Morales and fucking Miguel O'Hara. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say that's the best. That's the best use of the sound is from that clip. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah never, I've never been called out of my name by like another. You ready? It's how, he, it, it's how he goes. You ready? You you ready? Like you like you like. I thought he was genuinely gonna say it. Like, oh, wait a minute, wait a goddamn minute. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. What else has been like happened? Like any? any well, I mean, like, a lot's a lot's kind of been going on in the past. I mean, a lot has happened in the past seven months. Like, there's been a bunch of fucking movies. That's that how we've long seen, it's been. You know? Seven months. Yeah, our last episode was like July, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. So like I mean there's been a bunch of fucking movies so going off of the last episode we were talking about how excited we were for Barbie and Oppenheimer or I was excited for Oppenheimer. I know you ended up coming to see it with me, but um you know, we were talking about that um at the time I was talking about how excited I was for Godzilla minus one to come out. Now here we are, and I've seen it four times, about to go see it five times this weekend. (laughs) And then, all right, so not only did Godzilla minus one come out, everybody, at the beginning of December, but it just crossed $100 million worldwide. That's that's insane. And And as a thank you, they're releasing the black and white version Godzilla minus color in American theaters on the twenty the week of the twenty sixth for only one week. But I gotta go so, see it now. So, again. Someone asked a question, and I guess like, and I and I'm curious your <coughs> answers to this now. Uh, someone said like, what does seeing a movie that you've already seen in color add to seeing it in black and white? Like, what does the black and white add for you? All right, so for me personally, I want to go see this in black and white because. The whole point of Godzilla minus one is that it's meant to be a prequel to the original 1954 Godzilla, which was in black and white. Um, you know, the original Godzilla movie I've seen maybe like once or twice um, and I enjoy it for what it is. But seeing this movie, I, I mean, even though I've already seen it, well, at the time I will have seen it five times. But like, I don't know. I just feel like without the color, it just kind of helps me immerse it a little bit and see it mm, as the okay. prequel that it's meant to be. You know immersion. what I mean? I get it. Like I talked to our friend Eggy about this, who is uh, who's been on the podcast before. She, I, she had this thing I kind of agree with, where it's like she doesn't like when things look too clean. She hates like super clear and super <clears throat> clean pictures when you see a movie. Fair. She likes the grain. She likes like the like that. She likes that feel to it because it has this like really like authentic feel to it. And I kind of feel like black and white is a similar thing about this because I've seen people who go like, oh, like I've seen people tweet like, oh, like black and white like adds nothing like to to it, especially if I've already seen the movie in color. And like I disagree. Like I think black and white 
white does like black, a black and white like fucking like movie a movie black and white does really add to it for me like i don't know it just yeah. has like a different it just has a different vibe all of a sudden like someone made like logan like w- like they made a logan noir cut that was in black and white and i really liked it it had a really dope feel to it it had a, it had a, it had a different like like um it's it it's just it, it it's it like it just makes certain scenes look different and I you know and it's yeah. just like hit and it's it's an aesthetic I guess like even with um with Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League um there's night and day cycles in the game and um when you uh and so like but like they also bleed over into like the cutscene so if it's date so you can so there's two versions of every cutscene one in daytime one at nighttime and someone has like put the screenshots together they look like completely different scenes when you put them next to each other so like it's so like yeah like it's it's a it's it's a very like it's a very like interesting like thing man it's really good well there's like um I mean, I do agree with Aggie on the on the grain and everything like that. I mean, like part of the reason why Oppenheimer was so good to me. I mean, other than the fact that it's just a fantastic movie, we went to go see it in 70 millimeter print. And if you remember when we went to go see it, there was like a there was a good bit of grain to the footage. It made it feel like we were. Yeah, no, there, we saw, you know? yeah, we saw on 70. Yeah, we saw on 70 millimeter. Yeah, it just like. It just it it just felt like a movie that came from that point in time. Like you we, know, it we also like we also we also like had somebody that, in the sixties made a movie about how the nuke was made. You know what I mean? We also had we also had that one guy who went the fuck you talking about when they were like monologuing oh Oppenheimer and exited the theater, then weirdly so, looped back. I felt so bad for our friend who had the sit yeah, right here. I was like, he's like, um, he was like, I hear the fuck you talking about, and then like walked out. Yeah, he walked out so many times, dude. Like, what the fuck did you expect from this movie, man? Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna try to see. If I can go. I'm gonna maybe I'll try to pull a double feature on Saturday. I'm gonna try. I guess I, I gotta see Aquaman: Lost Kingdom because yeah. it's the last gasp of the DCEU. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I. I. I've been in the trenches since 2013 because I could not stand Man of Steel. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. And You're I. Gonna I see it through I, to the end here. Yeah. Like I. I enjoyed Aquaman one think of all the DCEU movies I saw in theaters I saw I did not see Man of Steel in theaters because I did I I heard what I saw I heard I heard what I heard saw what I saw didn't like it pirated that shit you didn't hear that from or I hypothetically pirated that shit I don't know (laughs) anyone's listening um Suicide Squad, Batman vs Superman I also pirated that shit wasn't wasn't doing it wasn't doing that shit uh uh the first Suicide Squad I was graduating uh, high school went went to the went to um uh, went to the mall with a friend and figured, you know what? Let's just go f- see fucking Suicide Squad. Um, you know that movie existed. Yeah. Um, Justice League I saw with you and Adam, yep. and uh, yeah, I remember seeing that with you guys. Uh, <laughs> that was also a movie. Um, <laughs> I, I I like it better than Zack Snyder's version. I because it has color. <laughs> but I like you know, one scene from that movie, and it's a scene where like everything's like all looking like hell. And then, uh, you know, Batman drives the Batmobile, and that's really all I remember. Of I gotcha. That movie. Yeah. Like it, uh, as as a whole, like we went to go see it in theaters. Have not watched it since, and that's the only thing I remember from that movie. I I didn't see Wonder Woman in theaters, and I kind of regret that one because I did want to go see Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman I did saw look that really one good. In theaters, but that was a day that we went to uh, we went to Comic Con, and mm-hmm. uh, we spent the whole day there. Like this was on a Saturday too, like the busiest day and the earliest day. So, you know, you get up super early, you go to Comic-Con all day long. Then we went to the movie theaters and the scene where um, 
where she's on the boat with uh that with what's what's the male Steve, character Steve? Steve Steve Trevor yes yeah, Steve yeah Trevor. Steve Trevor she's on the boat with him and it's just so dark in the theater like you know the the lighting the lighting lighting's uh right there you know like it's 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 just that peak lighting nighttime sky stars in the sky and the soft music's playing I started fucking passing out <laughs> <laughs> but I woke up uh, and I managed to finish the movie <laughs> that's amazing um Wonder Woman I Wonder Woman I didn't see in theaters. I kind of regret not seeing that one through because I actually really did like Wonder Woman. Um, Just League saw, you know, that I'm trying to think what was after that. Shazam! I did not see in theaters and I'm so fucking pissed I missed Shazam. Shazam was fucking amazing. I loved Shazam. Uh, The first Shazam. Uh, And then there's... uh, Aquaman I also didn't see in theaters but I also did really like Aquaman um I thought Aquaman I I, I think I felt Aquaman was a very solid like uh cool like movie in the DCEU um I'm trying to think what other movies were. Wonder Woman 1984, I didn't see, but that's because COVID had hit and it yep. got put on HBO Max. So no yeah. one saw that in theaters. Um and even so I and I thought that was a mixed bag. Um uh, I didn't see Shazam 2 Watch Black Adam on HBO Max Hated it um, <laughs> So I'm just going through like all the DCEU movies now Like where I said with them I don't know if we count the Suicide Squad I don't know if that's a DCEU's project Because like it is Gunn's first thing Yeah and it do- I, I guess technically it could still count I don't know But I saw that one with you guys And that one is without a doubt The best one out I, of all of them It's I up there with Shazam I would count it as a DCEU movie Just because like you know It's it, it's it's kind of like you know You go through the entirety of the DCEU lineup And then I would have I would include that in there and then just be like okay well they you know they, they're kind of learning from their mistakes but, and now they're having james gunn run the entire thing but here but here's the thing though waller is going to spin out of peacemaker and waller will be connected to the new dcu uh, like the universe okay. waller so and maybe Peace- we could just call it a test trial a test trial, okay, because like if, if, if that's DC, that's the top DCU movie right yeah. now. Yeah, uh, they tried, the they tried something with James Gunn. It was a massive success, and now they're going to continue. I don't think it was a him. massive success. I don't think it like did too good in the box number. It was just a really good movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, uh, there's that. And I'm trying to think. I'm forgetting anything else. I saw the Flash. I saw the Flash. I remember seeing the Flash, oh, and I God. and I was and I was like, you know what? There's a very solid world's finest movie uh, in here. It's just with with Supergirl and Michael Keaton Batman. It's just underneath all the Flash crap. <laughs> it's underneath <laughs> all the Flash bullshit. It's like it it it, 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 it there there was something cool there. Uh, it was just under a. It, it just it just sucks the flash had to be in it <laughs> or it sucks that you know the person playing the flash had to be in it you know yeah yeah it was yeah Fla- flash was interesting um and now and i had and no I, interest and, in seeing and, that movie like at all i don't care that michael keaton's batman was in it i just had like you know him and supergirl were the best parts dude michael keaton has a very sick ass batman fight it's, re- My it's, thing it's is with really the dope. movie is that i just didn't have any interest to go see it and then i heard all the shit that ezra miller was doing and i was like now i really don't have interest in going to see it at <laughs> all <laughs> fair i like i i there's that and then like uh i didn't see shazam fury of the gods uh, i think i said before but then like blue beetle saw fucking amazing love blue beetle uh yeah, and i still then, want to see that oh dude blue beetle is so fucking good i don't know if actually i don't know because blue beetle doesn't really connect hard to the old dceu yeah. and gun confirmed that actor will be moving with him to the new dc cinematic universe so like well, then, yeah they're probably just like you know they're trying to set something up within 
the the DCEU. And you like, know what I mean? That movie was crazy because it like literally sets up like a third generation legacy hero. Like it literally sets up like three blue beetles in one movie and like the and it like and and like fucking like Ted Cord and shit. And everyone is and like the director said he wants Jason Sudeikis to play Ted Cord Blue Beetle so bad. That would be cool. Oh, yeah cool. um but yeah no like that but like that's happening um and then like and i and then aquaman lost kingdom is the is the is the fucking last the last breath of the coffin the last like nail for the dceu my thing is that like i don't know man i think it's so one thing that that was said in the uh the the last episode of the podcast that we did was i said i was gonna take the time to like i was going to take the time during this uh during the act the sag after strike and the writer strike to go back and watch a lot of older movies and that's exactly what i did um i've i've been watching a shit ton of old movies like i watched like all throughout the year i can name a, a, quite a couple i watched like you know licorice pizza there will be blood i just watched gangs of new york last weekend um you know just uh I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that i watched I, uh, the Revenant stuff like that. Like just a bunch of all these movies that I missed over the past couple of years. And I don't know, man, I just like, I love these movies so much and I'm holding them up to such a higher regard now that like, I don't know. I've just been kind of burned out from superhero movies lately. Mm. Like I try to like, don't get me wrong. There's still some good ones out there. Like, you know, guardians, guardians three was awesome. I enjoyed that a lot. I just Mm. haven't been too excited eager to jump back into superhero movies right now i have grown i i I like have realized that like i am somehow immune to burnout when it comes to superhero content i think that's because like i've just loved superheroes my entire life and i've never and i've and like and when i really love something i need to consume it all oh dude (laughs) i totally get that i mean look at me me with godzilla like Mm -hmm. over the past couple months i have Re- I well not restarted, but I have continued along my journey of watching every single Godzilla movie, and I'm officially done with the Showa era. The only reason why I can't do the Heisei era right now is because two of the movies have licensing issues, and that's mm. Return of Godzilla in 1984 and Godzilla versus Biollante. Those are my mm. next two movies that I have to watch, and I can't <laughs> watch them anywhere. <laughs> uh, so like, you know, they, they got you know and it, there. what's up? Yeah, be somewhere out there. Probably find them at a con fucking booth, the same way so you got fucking um uh, the uh the same place you got um uh fucking the holiday special. Oh yeah, I got to get a bootleg of them. Actually, the plan is to go up to Tim's house for the weekend because he has them both on VHS. Oh, uh, nice. cuz he was able to get them pretty cheap. So, I'm going to watch them up at Tim's, but I have to wait right now. Um, but as you were saying like with the with you know, you're immune to the burnout. It's the same reason why I can watch Godzilla minus one five times and not get sick of it. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, this is just, I don't know when it comes to Godzilla, I'm just so in on the whole gods, like especially especially Toho's Godzilla. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the monster verse still like absolutely love it. But when it comes to the monster, when it comes to the monster verse versus like Toho movies, it's just a whole different vibe going on, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, show is really fucking goofy. Like, there's some really dumb goofy shit in the Showa era. Um, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I watch like a Godzilla Final Wars and stuff like that, and it's a bit more serious in tone. And then like, you know, you watch a minus one, and that's like 
the greatest Godzilla in existence, in my opinion. <laughs> um, you've seen it. You know how deep that yeah, no, fucking it's, movie no, no, is. It's a, it's a really fun, great movie. But yeah, like, I don't know. It's just like, um, and I think part of the reason why my burnout for superhero movies is happening is because I'm getting a newfound passion for just cinema in general. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same reason why, you know, we went to go see Killers of the Flower Moon and we were I was so blown away by it that I went to go see it again by myself um, because I mean, that's a movie I can that's I didn't that's a movie I only need to see once. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it again a second time um, and I went by myself to kind of reflect on the movie a bit more. And it's dude, it almost got me the second time. Like when Lily Gladstone at the scene. um spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen killers of the flower moon yet if you have it it, it, it is also based it. on like it is also based on like historical events and it's like, based so. on a fucking true story yeah it's yeah, a true like, crime movie um but yeah spoilers to killers of the flower moon if you haven't seen it yet go see it i'm just gonna drop this one scene real quick um in the scene where they blow up the uh the one sister's house and to get rid of the other guy that could get the what's the word um they ha- it was like the I, I don't want to say royalties they had an actual term for it i can't remember what it is right now because i'm blanking same but I, yeah um in in where they get rid of the one guy who could also get a hand on these royalties for like you their say, money you, you, you could also just say money yeah the money's yeah. right there for the other guy that could also get his hands on the money if you know if something happens to the family which they were the cause of anyway but like um they blew up the dude's house with the sister in it and when you know leo's character ernest comes back and he goes down into the basement where like lily gladstone's uh who'd she play molly um Mm -hmm. when molly's down there with the kids and everything like that and he just like looks at her and she just breaks down and starts crying i had when i tell you i literally had a wave go from my feet all the way up to my head of just sadness. I almost yeah. broke right there and cried. <laughs> like, and I already I knew that, what was right? happening. Like, um, it's just, you know, 2023 was just such a good year for movies. And I just, I I've been like really just taking it all in and really just embracing this new love of cinema that hmm. I've gotten. And I think that's why I've mainly been burned out from superhero stuff. I gotcha. I guess like for me, it's like, I don't get like, I will like take on new stuff and I'll like hyper focus on like for a while, like for a little bit there, like I will swap over to like books and like books are my current thing. Like my fucking library is behind me is fucking over fucking flowing. <laughs> um, and, like, and like, I I just keep seeing new books that look like very interesting and shit like that. And uh, I actually just picked up a new book that's like set in Philadelphia that I had to get about, cause it's about, it's like a supernatural thriller horror about like a guy who works, uh, a paleontologist who works in a museum and like fucking like he's seeing like ghosts dinosaurs and i'm like oh you fucking bet your ass i'm reading this shit like yeah that sounds dope as shit yeah like i i immediately had to pick it up because i I was in barnes and noble and they had a table that was like oh like set in philly because you know we're in philadelphia and um i like and i immediately saw this thing like called the pants i was like what's this he's like oh it's a me you works in the museum and he's seeing fucking ghost dinosaurs i'm like oh you i got it now um oh my god i i was like a, a little bit of a t- tone shift but like i dinosaurs are so perfect for horror and i don't get why they're not used for that more dude like, I, like, I think the ever since the realistic t-rex like roar or like the realistic t-rex sounds came out i think that could be made into a perfect horror film like yeah, no like it's like, like again i would i would love if they did <sighs> 
I was uh, so like I was reading the OG Jurassic Park novel, which is a lot more akin to a horror than yeah. like it than like the the actual movie. And like I was thinking, like man, like I would like an adaptation of this, like of just like the true horror aspect of it. Uh, cut out some of the weird bits of it, like you know, like the age gap between Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler is much more upsetting in, <laughs> in the book. Um, but like um. I would, but like also, I as I said, it's like we actually got the Game Awards. We got that Jurassic Park survival horror game coming. Dude, I cannot out. wait for that, that fucking looks, game. It looks so good. I saw um, a, uh, I saw a trailer for that pop up on my Facebook feed the other day. It was the one mm-hmm. from the Game Awards, and yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I like kind of like looked at it for a quick second, and I was like, "Is this real or is this a fucking video game?" I I genuinely couldn't tell. The graphics <laughs> were just that good. I'm so excited. I love that they're gonna explain the one raptor that got locked in the fucking freezer. Yeah, uh, I know. And it's like, like the oh, only one of the three alive. Yeah, no, actually, um, yeah, no, because yeah, because they the got other two died rat. from Rexy. Yeah, um, I think I can already tell. Dilophosaurus is gonna make me shit myself. Like I that that thing terrified me as a kid. <laughs> Dilophosaurus was horrifying. I can't I can't me. that thing can't scare me anymore because uh my dad's old dog Marley um mm. when he used to stand up on his two feet like if he was trying to get up on a counter or something like that and like put his two paws up on the counter he looked like the Dilophosaurus or we used to we used to stand him up all the time and his arms would be back kind of like a dinosaur and it looks like the Dilophosaurus <laughs> so I just can't take that's, it seriously that's anymore. Amazing. <laughs> um yeah no i fucking oh my god it that scared me in the kitchen scene also like always terrified me and like i feel like that like one thing i'm noticing about like that uh that game is that it's getting what made some of the like the, what made Jurassic park terrifying and that was like the claustrophobia of it yeah it's like you're you're in this tight space with this animal that will fucking eat you and like oh dude yeah like, the kitchen scene mm-hmm. is one of the most iconic scenes in like movie yeah, history it's I would fucking say that traumatized me so hard as a kid i still remember when i first saw it i'm like oh my god and like i would re-watch the movie and i would still think like oh fuck are they gonna like get out of this um but yeah no like jurassic park survival look at we had the game awards was fucking awesome this year because baldur's gate 3 took game of the year as it fucking should have and my god it's uh baldur's gate 3 is so fucking good oh my god I can't get into an in-depth discussion with you about Baldur's Gate because I have not played it. So I, gotcha. I played it. I, my character got his asshole fingered, and I am very <laughs> happy with that. I feel like our entire friend group is see, like I, I, I want you to get into Baldur's Gate, but I don't know if you would because you tend to do this thing where if the friend group gets, if everyone in the friend group gets too into something, then you're not gonna get into it. Well, I'm not gonna. I, I gotta be honest with you here, and I'm gonna be honest to anybody listening to the podcast right now. Baldur's Gate has been talked about so much that my interest level just keeps going down and down wow, and down. That's, that's crazy though, because like I I never understood that mindset to me. Like I just as someone who's like so extroverted and loves interacting with people, I like if I see people are like liking something to that level, then I want to learn about it and interact with people. Like I could never get the mindset of like oh a lot of people are liking this thing and talking about it. Well, I'm not interested in it. Like it just it it's so foreign of a concept to me. Well, it started off as like, cause like, you know, when the, at the game awards, when it was first announced that it was coming to Xbox, I was going to get it. And then, uh, I just didn't have the money for it at the time. And then I just like, you know, the constant talking about it and talking about it, talking about it just completely nonstop. I'm just like, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I can't do it. And it's like, <laughs> I, I just, I just don't have any interest in it anymore. Um, maybe someday. It's- 
That's it's, the, it's, these kind of things tend to come back for me. So I it's like, you. you know, maybe it's interesting because like the, like this because this is literally like a genre defining like game. Like it, it 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 like it like this game was so good. It had other developers go and say, "Hey, please don't expect this from us. <laughs> please understand that something this good is not the norm. And like, please don't expect more of us and expect us to do better." And I'm like that. And like it's so like I am always just curious. Like it's 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 so it's always so interesting to me to like hear something like stuff like that it's like well everyone's talking about it. like yeah everyone's talking about it. it's literally a it's a literal game changer oh yeah no i don't have a problem with people talking about it or anything like that i'm glad all of you got like all ever all of our friends have something that they all share in common and that they can all talk about it and have fun with it it's just like mm. I don't know. Maybe it's just the point in my life that I'm in right now where like I'm trying to watch all the Godzilla movies and everybody's playing Baldur's Gate. So I want to talk about Godzilla and everybody's talking about Baldur's Gate, you know? <laughs> so you're not playing out of like spite. You're like, no, Man, it's not. Fuck I mean, this. I wouldn't say it was out of spite. It's just like it's just not at that point in my life right now where I'm just mm. like my big thing right now is Godzilla. I mean, I just turned my entire fucking bed into a Godzilla themed bed with a throw blanket and I got fucking pillowcases and shit like I don't know. I'm just, uh, I mean, I've had my Godzilla era for the past, like, what was it's 29, it's 2024, 2019 was when it got unlocked in me again. I don't know, like what, five years, but mm. it's really kicking off lately since minus one. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just like, uh, and on top of that, like, you know, I'm in, I'm in a, I'm on a big Daniel day Lewis kick right now. I'm going to be real with you because ever since I watched gangs in New York, I just realized how great of an actor Daniel day Lewis is. Mm. So I tried to rewatch there will be blood again last night, but I started to fall asleep. I might end up finishing watching it tonight, honestly, because I just love that movie so fucking much. <laughs> uh, Daniel day Lewis. I don't know if you've seen any of his movies. He is a fantastic villain, dude. Like, let me yeah. tell you, he's a great villain. See, my thoughts immediately go to Lincoln. And I think like and I'm like, man, Tyler really looked at Lincoln and thought, what? That's the bad guy. <laughs> I, still, <laughs> I still need to watch Lincoln. Um, I was going to watch that last night, but it, I saw the only option was to rent it. And I was like, I don't know if I can actually like rent this and not fall asleep through it. So mm, I'm going to I'm going to watch There Will Be Blood because at least there I have a Blu-ray copy of it. <laughs> there was a I, I, I just um sorry. Excuse me. I just re-upped my HBO Max. Um, or I'm sorry, Max. Yeah, um, Max. Because, yeah, because like I had it off for a bit because I like I was so annoyed with them because I, I felt that they had taken something off that I was very excited to watch uh, again. But like it was, it's, what were you, it's what were you trying to watch? Uh, Watchmen. Um, the uh, funny enough. Oh, the Watchmen uh, TV show. Yeah, apparently there was reports that it got removed from HBO Max, and I was very pissed off about that because it was it's a literal perfect season of television, and like it was good. So we're removing the good content for some reason now, and we're removing shit still. It was it just annoyed the shit out of me. Check around and, on um, other streaming platforms. No, because- it, no, it, it, no, it's back on there. So oh, okay. I re-up. It's 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 still there. It's back on there apparently. Um, but I was I was very upset because I was like, why are they like I was like, th- like, this is why like I, I'm so annoyed. Like, this is why the death of physical media is kind of concerning because now like all these great media and content will just get removed. And it's like, why? Dude, I, I know. I, was, I, was, I don't want physical media to go at all. It's like I was just thinking about this earlier today. Like, you know, there there used to be the old advertisements back in the day. You know, you wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal um money you know pirating is stealing but like you're giving us you like you're taking away physical media what happens when that shit isn't on streaming services like 
because it, it's not. It's going to get ta- it, like it, streaming services comes in waves. Every month is something new, and then every month something leaves. You know, mm. um, like give me the option to buy these things physically so that I can go back and watch them when I want to, not when streaming services decide to just put it on there for me to watch. You know what I mean? And I yeah. feel like pirating is going to become a big thing if they get rid of physical media. Yeah, there was a um, there was a sh- movie on HBO Max that I wanted to watch. I think I probably talked on here before. It's called No Sudden Moves. It looked really cool to me. Uh, it had a I feel fucking, like I heard of that. It's like a crime noir drama, but it had a stack fucking cast. I believe uh, Benicio del Toro, Don Cheadle, uh, Brendan Fraser, and everyone. Oh yeah, you did talk about that on the yeah, podcast it, before. It looked really good, and I remember like seeing. It, I'm like, man, I want to check this out. Um. Where I'm trying to they have the cast somewhere. Yeah, Don Cheadle, Benicio del Toro, David Harbour, uh, John Hamm, Ray Liotta, Kieran Culkin, Brendan Fraser, uh, uh, Julia Fox. Yeah, no, it it oh, it was shit, it, yeah. it it looked. I, I kind of want to. I'm kind of interested in watching that now too. I might try and find that over the weekend. Yeah, no, it's on Max. Oh yeah, well then I'm definitely watching it over yeah. the weekend. <laughs> yeah, it it it, it I, Max. I I went to Max for two uh, two things. Um, superhero content and um also uh documentaries. Max, I maintain out of all the streaming services, has like the best selections of documentaries because I have just been like lost in like sw- looking at documentaries. My favorite one being like Class Action Park and shit like that. It was yeah. It was, a, it was genuinely like they have a great selection of that. I still need it's to been- sit down and watch that. I tried to watch it on several occasions, but. I've I've been too tired from my day and I fall asleep like mm. th- this happened twice. Um, I still need to sit down and watch that, though. I did watch a good portion of it. I think I got up to the part where they were talking about how since the fact that they hired teenagers and it was pretty much unsupervised, they used to just throw parties and shit like every night. Yep. And there was this one really hot shack where everybody would go to fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, it, it was it was literally just like it was just a bunch of horny teenagers just like fucking like um just 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 being teenagers yeah fucking crazy man i kind of um, want to watch true detective as well true detective is kind of interesting to me but like and like how each season is a different like um uh it's different actors and different stories so the first season it's um uh it's uh woody harrelson and, and uh, uh matthew mcconaughey the next season it's um uh fucking um colin farrell uh season three is marshallah ali and i don't know who's on season four right now there's actually a show on netflix that tim showed me um that i've been thinking about going in and taking a look at um Basically, the idea of this show is that each episode is something new, but it's all like short stories that people like uh, it's short, not not really short stories. It's scenes from movies that haven't been made, Um, I guess is the best way to describe it. Like, you know, people will come up with this idea for a movie. Right. And then they film like a portion of it and you get to see it like as if it were an actual movie in the theater. Um. I don't know if anything comes of it afterwards. I, I don't know if they're like testing these out to see what lands and, you know, maybe it'll become a movie in the future or something, but like, it's a really cool concept. Honestly, like Tim showed me an episode of this space movie where, um, there was, it was kind of like the thing, a virus got out and was like absorbing people into itself it was just a mangled mess of different body parts going all around it. And Dakota Fanning was in it. And basically the security guard um, cut out his own eyes 
so that uh, he couldn't see the monster or anything like that or something like that. But he was going to help her get to where she needed to go to escape this monster. And then he ends up getting eaten by the monster and she manages to make her way through. And that's literally like the entire episode. It's very short, but it's just like a whole like scene from a movie that just never got made or an idea that somebody came up with. I thought it was a pretty cool concept. Did you hear about um that John Malkovich movie uh, a 100 years? No. It is an uh, it's a, an it's an experimental like uh movie. It is a sci-fi movie starring John Malkovich uh directed uh, I think written by written by John Malkovich directed by Robert Rodriguez. It's not going to come out for 100 years. It will literally not release until 2000, 2000, uh, 2115. Like they will not. Oh, this fuck. movie is well, not. We're not going to be able to see it. Yeah, no, it's literally ta- it's literally it's, it's it's the tagline literally is the movie you will never see. And it's so it's such a like it's like really like it's such a like wait what like it's they're literally they made this they make they they, they made this movie and it's not going to come out for a hundred years and are they it's working like a, it, on that now or is this something that they made a couple years back i think it i think it i think it's i think they had to it's so since since the date is 2115 i think that this film had to be did is it done Hold it would have had to have been it would have had to have been done in 2015 then yeah, the movie was announced 2015. Um, inspired by the hundred years takes to make a bottle of. Uh, although the film's plot remains a complete, the, the film's plot is a complete secret. On November 18th, 2015, Malkovich and Roger, they re- Why would they release a teaser for this? Why would they release a teaser <laughs> for it? I don't understand. I think it is filmed. Um, I don't. I'm not too sure. Too sure. Uh, there's three teaser trailers, but like, I, I, I don't get it. Like, why release? Okay, pending release, the film is being kept in high-tech safe behind bulletproof glass that will open automatically on November 18th, 2115, the day of the film's premiere. 1,000 guests from around the world, including Malkovich and Rodriguez, have received a pair of invitation tickets made of metal for the premiere, which they can hand down to their descendants. The safe in which 100 years is kept has showcased uh, at the 2016 Cannes Film Festival and various other cities before uh, being returned to Cognac Flan. Okay, gotcha. That's insane. So some people have seen it at film festivals. Wait, what? As you said, it was played at film festivals, right? Wait, did I? Hold up. No, the safe. The safe in which it's kept. Oh, being it was displayed in. at film festivals. Okay. Yeah, this, I'm sorry. This, the safe. That's insane. That is insane. So this could honestly be a test of something. Because obviously, you know, there's a big theory going around that with the advancement of medical science and stuff like that, we're going to be able to, like, you know, you never know. 20 years from now, we could find a way to live longer than a hundred years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe they're waiting. Maybe they're hoping on something like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we can live, we can live bro, longer than that and see bro, this movie. Jo- I, I, not to sound morbid, John Malkovich is already 70. Yeah, I know. I mean, John Malkovich ain't making it through it, but you know. <laughs> I think like, because I'm trying to think like, I think like, oh man, like maybe like a kid born nowadays might make it. I think I don't know. It's, well, oh, it depends. So I'm looking at my life right now. I actually just did this as a TikTok joke uh, on Monday, <laughs> but um, you know, I I in the TikTok that I dropped on Monday, I said me and tw- it was a joke of you know the fucking um, what's his name, Willem Dafoe looking up meme, and it mm. was like me in 2070 when the giant planet planet eating robot is in the sky. I have severe dementia. Um. <laughs> But I did the math, and in 2070, I will be 
Um, what it's 2024 right now. I'm going to be like in my seventies by 2070. So like, you know, it is possible that somebody born today could probably make it then. Hmm. Like it's, it's that it's, it's, it's insane to think about like, Oh my God. Time I'll be 76. This is like, this is like, this is, this is like giving me like an existential crisis. Like thinking about this, like, Oh my God. Like <laughs> the passage of time is scary. It like, is. I think about that stuff from time to time. It's like, man, I'm going to be able to fucking see the year 2070. Like that's crazy mm. to think about. Yeah. Oh my god! But yeah, no, like hundred hundred years, the, a movie that you will never see. Like that's that's insane. I hope I kind of hope that like you know years down the line we find a way to live longer so that I can see this movie. I'm like <laughs> just to see this movie, I just to see, see this movie. <laughs> you know what if what if I wait this hunt? Like what if that does happen and we are able to fucking see it and the movie's terrible? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, what if this movie's bad? What if it is like a shitty movie? What if it's just John Malkovich dancing and saying like pee pee boo boo uh pee pee poo poo balls? Yeah, I don't know. He's like, I got. He's like, ah, suckers. <laughs> fucking got him. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got your fucking ticket. The fact and like you're gonna pass the ticket down to your descendant. Like, oh my god, it's like. Damn, it's it it really it does like it's a thing of like stretching out something and before you're thinking like you're not gonna reach the end of that. Like that's insane. Yeah, I know. I, just, well, I wish they would do like 50 years, man. I could make it to 50. Like Yeah, I think I think I could do that. <laughs> that's a shame. Who knows? Maybe you know, you know, with these descendants and stuff like that, maybe one of the kids would just be like, fuck it, release the movie. Like, you oh, know, no, yeah, that or like they'll fucking sell it. They'll sell their ticket. Yeah, they'll sell it off or something, then it gets released. You never know. Mm. It's, Time's that's a bitch. It's in a high-tech bulletproof glass vault, like right now, and like and like and that thing is gonna automatically open, and like, uh, in uh, in fucking like twenty-one fifteen. Yeah, that's absolutely crazy, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I, you got anything else you want to add? No shit. We've been talking for a long time. We have. It's been an hour. Oh Everything went God. so smoothly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do a great comeback. The boys are backing down. Since everybody made it to the end of the episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing the uh you know the business side of podcasting and say that uh you know if you like the uh, if you like the episode guys, please give us a rate, follow us on all any podcast platform that you're uh that you're that you're currently listening to just click that little bell so that you get notified when new episodes come out you can follow uh you can follow us on all of our social medias at linktree.com slash hots podcast and you know feel free to give us a comment give us some rates you know rate us five rate us five stars rate us zero stars add some comments let us know what you thought about the give episode. us something please we're <laughs> desperate i want to um you know, I we got we got some uh, we got some avid listeners, and then we got some listeners that co- pop in. You know, we got listeners out there who probably who we probably don't even know listen to the show. So, like, you know, let us know what you think of the show so that we can uh, improve. Because as uh, as Will Sasso and Dudesy would say, that's how podcasting works, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad Hulk Hogan impression, but yes, you know. <laughs> that's how podcasting works. Um, but yeah, no, just like, like I said, you know, give us a follow on whatever, uh, streaming platform you're listening to Spotify, Apple music. We're on all that. Uh, give us a rate, give us a comment, you know, even if you hated it, give us a comment. Cause you know, 
hate helps us improve <laughs> hate fuels us it won't it be tolerated it but it won't be tolerated but we will try our best to improve <laughs> mm. all right you got anything else you want to add uh i'm happy to be back great to be back uh i i I, my game is my game is off the charts like you know it's crazy up in here but you know this is great let me tell you man for the past seven months i have been slamming the puss he hasn't as a straight up lie he hasn't i've been getting all up in that all up in that shit He, he he's not he's lying just like how i got up in your mother